0: very good Tuesday and welcome to today's edition of the My Ag Life Daily News Report. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. And coming up in a show today, Taylor Charleston will have a report about a breakthrough in the development of nematode-resistant crops. And I'll have a look at regional and national agricultural news, kicking off with regional ag news right after this.
1: Do you know the nutrient-use efficiency people? Yes, I'm talking about the folks at Verdesian Life Sciences that deliver crop insights and solutions so California crops grow to their full potential. From micros with a proprietary delivery system to solutions that help improve the uptake and assimilation of applied nutrients. Visit VLSCI.com to learn more about Verdesian solutions or to connect with a local representative right here in California.
0: With a goal of sustaining and protecting California's commercial citrus production from the Asian citrus ciliad, the California Department of Food and Agriculture's Citrus Pest and Disease Prevention Division remains in close communication with a number of industry partners, researchers, scientists, and commercial citrus growers to ensure California's citrus industry is protected for years to come. The CPD has been made aware of ongoing research being conducted in Southern California, including Ventura County, as part of a program funded by the A. HLB multi-agency coordination group by researchers from the University of California Agriculture and Natural Resources, UC Davis, UC Riverside, and the University of Arizona Tucson. As part of this effort, some of the ACP samples collected by researchers in Ventura County yielded experimental results indicating varying levels of a bacteria that causes HLB. These studies as laboratory tests vary from the federally approved testing methods and procedures required by CDFA labs that would allow the state to take Any regulatory action. The CDFA staff is seeking approval for follow-up sampling to allow for official ciliate and plant samples to be collected for further investigation. However, this action is entirely voluntary for the property owners involved. While there is no official action to be taken as of yet as a result of this research, the division staff is working diligently to pursue follow-up testing. Cargill's chief executive officer says he expects food prices to decline in 2023. Yahoo says that is despite tight global crop stockpiles, especially in oil seeds. David McLennan, Cargill's CEO, says the solution to the food versus fuel debate is to boost global crop commodity production. He says he does not think it's going to be an either or dynamic and it can be food and fuel. McLennan also says regenerative agricultural practices, greater yields and more use of technology can increase output. So, can meet the demand from both food and fuel sectors world food prices hit a record in march after russia invaded ukraine and prevented exports from one of the world's top grain producers prices did drop after the united nations helped reach a grain deal that allowed ships filled with ukrainian grain to pass unimpeded through the black sea food should not be a weapon according to mac lennon he says the world depends on an interconnected food system John Deere has announced an agreement with the U.S. Army Reserve to help service members and their families access career opportunities while transferring to civilian life. The agreement allows Deere to provide active-duty soldiers transitioning to the Army Reserves with meaningful education and skills that will make them top candidates for future employment. Deere says it's honored to give back to the nation's veterans by helping them to take skills they learn and develop them into a new career path. The agreement builds upon a Defense Department's skill bridge program which places active duty military members in civilian jobs for the final six months of service reserve members typically face unemployment rates two or three times the national average the internship allows vets to get on the ground training and industry education that can help make them better candidates for open jobs active duty national guard or reserve vets and spouses can go to deer.com The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has selected six entities based in California as partners of the year for the agency's Safer Choice program, recognizing their achievements in the design, manufacture, selection, and use of products with safer chemicals. The Safer Choice program helps consumers and purchasers for facilities such as schools and office buildings find products containing chemical ingredients that are safer for human health and the environment. Safer Choice products, including the ones made by our partners of the year in California, help protect workers, families, communities, and a planet. That according to EPA Pacific Southwest Regional Administrator Martha Guzman. She says EPA is pleased to recognize these six California partners for their support of safer chemistry and sustainability, advancing the Biden-Harris administration's commitment to equity and environmental justice. The California-based awardees are ECOS out of Cyprus, A partner since 2008, ECO's increased its Safer Choice certified products by 7% to total 86% of its products and amplified the certification program through increased labeling and conferences in 2021. They also diverted 740 tons of trash in 2021, significantly reducing carbon dioxide emissions grove collaborative of san francisco in 2021 grove added four new safer choice certified products all of which are cleaning concentrates sold in glass bottles the company displays the safer choice label on its products and on product description pages on their website in a safer choice spotlight store created in 2021 The Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired in San Francisco. In 2021, they were awarded a private label contract to produce eight Safer Choice certified products to be sold nationwide. The organization also partners with the National Institute for the Blind to sell Safer Choice certified products with 10 of their 14 products carrying the Safer Choice label. And sensitive home. Out of Greenbrae, in 2021, Sensitive Home initiated 19 Safer Choice applications, including six concentrated spray products that would significantly reduce plastic distribution and launched its own online store that displays the Safer Choice label in its marketing insert and media outreach efforts. The Ashken Group LLC from Channel Islands Harbor. In 2021, the Ashken Group included safer choice and trainings for 15,000 frontline cleaning workers on using safer ingredients and reducing resource use and greenhouse gas emissions and a Clorox company out of Oakland. In 2021, Clorox had 14 retail and two industrial and institutional Safer Choice products and increased its Safer Choice labeling by 150% and reached 100% use of renewable energy in the United States and Canada. The six California-based awardees are among 26 Safer Choice Partner of the Year award winners across 14 states and the District of Columbia for 2022. Grower, packer, shipper, Cleaver Farms LLC announced a successful post-harvest trial with Chicago-based shelf-life extension tech developer Hazel Technologies using a Hazel 100 sachet on the company's exclusive kiwi fruit variety Mega Kiwi. As a California grower of kiwi fruit with 300-plus acres of production, Cleaver supplies fruit both domestically and internationally, specializing in Mega, Hayward, and Gold kiwi varieties alongside an array of stone fruit, table grapes, and citrus. For almost Forty years, Clewer has been a part of Central California's kiwi fruit category. Two generations of the Clewer family currently run the operation and started marketing the Mega Kiwi variety in 2017. Most kiwi fruit purchased in the United States is the Hayward variety of kiwi fruit. Still, Clewer has found that Mega Kiwi is 70 percent more self-pollinating and more productive per acre, making it a much more sustainable fruit. Having had previous success with Hazel 100 on its Hayward variety, the grower at Clearware wanted to see how the post-harvest solution would pair with its new, naturally sustainable crop. During the trial, researchers found that Mega Kiwi treated with Hazel 100 saw an approximate 35% increase in average flesh firmness versus the control after one month in cold storage and four days at ambient temperature. Recently, various leaders of fruit unions called to stop the 25% increase in refrigerated freight rates, which was announced by shipping companies and which is added to those carried out in recent times. The representatives indicated that the new increase in sea freight coincides with the start of the 2022-2023 to export season for cherries and other fruits, such as blueberries and nectarines, once again significantly affected shipments with increases, according to BlueberryConsulting.com. The situation worries the fruit industry since One of the most expensive destinations is Asia, where a large part of the national fruit is shipped to and is especially important for cherry exports, as more than 90 percent of which are destined for China. And regarding fresh fruit in general, the president of the National Agricultural Society explained that we will see the price of refrigerated maritime transport has risen in an incomprehensive way. Added to this is a fact that the shipping companies have not met the agreed deadlines, which has caused products to arrive late and in poor condition without assuming their responsibility for this poor service. For the start of the season, the rate would show an increase of almost 100% in the last two years. The new increase that would begin this November has generated confusion among fruit producers and exporters represented by SNA and others who point out the worldwide maritime cargo rates have dropped sharply.
1: Sponsored by the California Walnut Board and Commission. Supporting the industry with on-farm innovation through production research, advocacy for government programs, and driving consumer demand. Doing more together.
2: New research has found new targets for developing nematode-resistant crops, As many know, nematodes are one of the most devastating pests for agriculture worldwide, and some numbers say they cause around $150 billion in losses annually. In California, growers of many specialty crops deal with nematodes, but like other pests, it's becoming harder and harder to control them as chemical options dwindle. The researchers looking into the new targets hailed from around the world, but one of them, Shahid Sadiq, came out of UC Davis to offer his expertise on the issue as it relates to California agriculture. He explained the true scope of the problem.
3: Um, We have a major problem with soybean cyst nematodes, which is a kind of a number one pest for the soybean in Midwest. And then in Californian agriculture, we have a lot of nematode problem in almost every crop. So we have tomatoes, uh, we have major problem with nematodes. Then we have almonds. Uh, grapes, rice, so plant parasitic nematodes are kind of major issues in agriculture. And of course, one of the uh, purpose of our research is to to find a way to make crops more resistant to nematodes and do it in a way that's more sustainable that uh, we don't rely a lot on chemical pesticides. So kind of look for sustainable uh, or non-chemical based solutions.
2: The researchers used a combination of genomic, genetic, and biochemical approaches to show that the plant pathogen cyst nematode possesses an incomplete vitamin B5 synthesis pathway of potential prokaryotic origin, which is complemented by its plant host. For Sadiq's purposes, his lab tested on multiple California specialty crops, as well as a control plan to identify the targets.
3: We worked with um, with tomato, with uh, rice, and with beans and with certain other crops, but we also do work with a model plant uh, called Arabidopsis thaliana, which is a small plant, and that's a that's a model organisms like have, you have heard about uh, rat or mouse, mice being used in the human research. So the advantage of having such a model plant is that it's you can grow it in the lab in a small space. It has a rapid um, life cycle, like fast life cycle, and it's kind of, uh, you can manipulate the genetic information to to experiment. So basically what we did that um, we used that plant in combination with a nematodes called beet cyst nematodes, which is very similar to soybean cyst nematodes, but it infects pretty well the Arabidopsis so a model plant. So basically we uh, did a large-scale Um, genomic and transcriptomic analysis. So we had a large consortium from all over the world. And what we basically did was so-called hologenome. So we take basically plant tissues that also have nematodes inside them. So like plants and nematodes in one one sample. And then basically we try to find out the expression of uh, all the genes from nematodes and from plants. So we know which genes are expressed at various stages. And just to explain the background a little bit, it's a have different life stages. So they are larva, then they develop into adults and so on. So we wanted to see how the expression of their genes are kind of regulated, different life stages, and also check the expression of the plant genes at the same time.
2: A goal of the research, according to Sadiq, is to give another option for dealing with nematodes in an integrated management plan. But the question at hand is whether or not this research could open the gate for creating a plant that doesn't need to be fumigated at all. This is still unclear.
3: We did that analysis and then we find the genes, which, so plant genes, which we think they are needed or they are required for nematodes to complete their life cycle. So, plant, nematode needs plant genes to complete their life cycle. Uh, and one of those genes we call susceptibility genes, we find that it's very important for nematodes to complete their life cycle. And we think that now targeting those genes in crop plants like soybean or others, so we can find a natural mutation or we can mutate them using CRISPR-Cas, we can suddenly produce plants which are um, not susceptible to nematodes. And our idea is that hopefully um, we will have It's a kind of a part of integrated pest management that we can make plants a little bit more, less susceptible to nematode. So infection is hopefully reduced to some extent. uh, I do not expect that plants will not have no infection, but I think indirectly we can reduce the chemicals uh, input by just adding one more tool to integrated pest management.
2: City Copes plant breeders can use this new information to create the resistant plants, as well as other industries.
3: They can look for uh, similar genes in other crops and look whether they can find a natural mutation, or if they want to use a CRISPR Cas like a genetic manipulation to um, to to produce that same results that we have. Or they can look for the natural mutation. That's one way. And then at the same time, um, like we have these pathways where we can show that maybe the chemical companies would also be kind of interested uh, to target those pathways to produce some new, hopefully environmental-friendly chemicals. So that's a counter uh, argument to, to my own argument that uh, I'm talking about uh, having a chemical. But of course, when you have new results,
2: there are implications for many different sectors. You're listening to My Ag Life. I'm Taylor Charlstrom.
1: Bee Hero is the leading almond pollination provider. We deliver measurable and verifiable pollination outcomes for almond growers and turn a previously unquantified fingers crossed gamble into a controllable expenditure. For the first time, growers can know exactly what they are getting for their money during pollination. Bee Hero accurately evaluates your bees pollination contribution in real time and gives you unprecedented visibility into the progress of bloom. Don't leave pollination to chance. Be sure, be precise. Be Hero. Call Charlie Phillips, VP of Sales at 559-467-9699. Be Hero. Superior Bees. Superior Pollination.
0: The Creighton University Rural Main Street Index fell below growth neutral for the sixth consecutive month. On a scale of 1 to 150 represents growth neutral. The Economic Confidence Index plummeted to its lowest level since 2020. Almost 31 percent of bank CEOs in a survey recommend that the Fed cease raising interest rates. Despite the weaker rural outlook, only 14 percent of CEOs say their bank has increased financial commitments on farm loans. Farmland demand remains strong as the farmland price index climbed over 50 for the 26th month in a row. Almost 61 percent of bank CEOs expect these high farmland prices to plateau, while 22 percent say those land prices will likely decline during the period. The rural Main Street economy is now experiencing a downturn in economic activity. According to Dr. Ernie Goss, last month, almost one in four bankers said the economy was already in a recession. A new Energy Information Administration report clearly shows higher ethanol blends helped moderate fuel prices after the Ukraine invasion. The report also says the ethanol blend rates hit a record summer average of 10.5%. Fuel ethanol's price discount to gasoline was one factor that led to the higher summer blend rate in 2022, according to the report. Although ethanol prices were higher in 2022, they were still low relative to gas prices that were at the highest level in 2014. The new analysis shows that a American drivers gravitated towards lower-cost E-15 and E-85 this summer as the war in Ukraine drove fuel prices to record highs. That according to the Renewable Fuels Association president and CEO Jeff Cooper. He says the report also shows that President Biden made the right call by issuing emergency waivers to allow the continued sales of E-15 through the summer. RFA also says the report shows the importance of year-round access to E-15. The USDA has just unveiled a package of proposed changes to its special supplemental nutrition program for women, infants, and children, otherwise known as the WIC program. USA Ag News reporter Gary Crawford.
1: This is a good day for women, infants, and children who are our future.
4: Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack Thursday unveiling a package of proposed changes to the USDA's Women, Infants, and Children's program, otherwise known as WIC. Changes, Vilsack says, are focused on increasing flexibility in the program. For example, expanding the amounts and types of fruits and vegetables that participants can buy, adding foods never before available, and in several package sizes. And there are many more proposed changes aimed at
1: making sure that the program has enough flexibility that regardless of your circumstance or situation,
4: you can participate. Even if you have special dietary needs, USDA Deputy Undersecretary Stacy Dean says along that line, we intend to provide more non-dairy alternatives to milk to support special dietary requirements. Some dairy groups have come out against that change, but Vilsack says...
1: What we're trying to do is to make sure that those people who don't tolerate dairy as well are given the option of still having yogurt, uh, for example.
4: In Washington, Gary Crawford for the U.S. Department of Agriculture.
0: With the election now in a rear window and a change of house control now official, farmers and agribusiness leaders, along with members of the House, have recently called on the Senate to take up and pass a version of the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, a bill to modernize immigration for farm workers. Both farmers and farm workers lobbied on Capitol Hill recently to urge the Senate to act on farm worker immigration reform. Both farm and farm worker leaders fear if Republicans take control of the House, GOP leaders will not take up their carefully crafted compromise the past the House in this Congress. Farmer and ranchers have taken time out from running their farms to come to Washington, D.C. because they want the Senate to know that it's now or never when it comes to passing an ag labor reform bill, according to Chuck Connor, president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. Connor, who also chairs the Agricultural Workforce Coalition, says farmers and our co-ops face increasing difficulty in filling thousands of on-farm jobs across the country. They know that if this effort fails, it will will likely be many years before this labor crisis is addressed. That's why they are all speaking with one voice when saying to the Senate, act now and pass ag labor reform.
1: There's giant potential sleeping in your soil. Under drought conditions, it's never been more important to wake it up. Phycoterra, a superior soil microbial food, activates the native microbes responsible for your soil's health and water holding capacity. Adding Phycoterra to your crop increases water retention up to 10%, optimizes crop nutrient availability. Plus, it delivers excellent mixability and application flexibility, making it easy to add to your existing crop input strategy. Visit FICOTERRA.com to learn how you can wake up your soil's giant potential with FICOTERRA. Come celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Almond Conference. This year's agenda will be packed with content focused on helping growers improve ROI including but not limited to water supply, pollination, irrigation, fertigation, rootstocks, and pest management. Make plans now to join your fellow Almond Industry members at the Almond Conference on December 6th through the 8th at the Safe Credit Union Convention Center in downtown Sacramento. Register now at almonds.com conference.
0: Our My Ag Life platform includes podcast interviews and digital articles for busy professionals on the go. Our live events, continuing education webinars, and virtual conferences help growers connect with leading researchers and industry leaders. Let JCS Marketing help you connect.